Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m., your daily companion. Hello once again with me, Esther. Sipatim Khetim Kwanazi, who is now called Esther. Just call me Esther. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We are blessed, and I humble myself, and I wash your feet. I wash your feet and I invoke the power of the covenant in the blood of the Lord Jesus upon you, my brothers and sisters, everyone who's true to God, everyone who's true to God, and even myself and everyone who's true to God, our fellow true saints and the prophets, ministers, be energized, be energized. Bless the Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to help us. You're welcome to help us navigate and know where we at and what we ought to and what we ought not to do. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. The glory of God. Profane fire or profane sacrifice. Are you called to be a worshiper and you are worshiping? That's danger. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. And um, I'm saying this because we may not know everything, but um, the enemy, Satan, capitalizes on our mistakes as believers. Don't take a seat or position that's not yours. That pulpit, if it's not yours, don't use it. I said even people like to imitate a lot. Don't do it if it's not your position. Rather, be at the place where God has called you, even if it's regarded by the people of the earth as little. Take that position. Why? You will be effective in that position. You will be effective in that position. And the blessing of that in heaven is equal to somebody who's been given hundredfold gifts. Even if it's just one percent, I tell you the truth. We are tested through that. Even if it's just one percent of what the other person is doing, and you can see, but I'd like to do this, but I'm incapable, but you are capable somewhere, and but God has said, do that. Do what God do. Do what God say do. The Lord Jesus says, I only do what my father does. Can we do what God do? <laughs> Bless the Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you. I love you. You, 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 you speaking to us right now. Do as God do. What is that? God can't lie. God <laughs> can't deny his word. We're speaking his <laughs> Blessed be the Lord. He cannot deny his word. That's why in the book of Isaiah says, come, let's reason together. Why? Bring my word and say, God, you promise A, B, C, D. And then he says, I'll take it from then. He says, I will prove that I am God. And God is not a mocker. The Bible says we are told Christ Jesus said, I only do what my father, blessed be the Lord, do. Do what God do. Practice and emulate the Lord Jesus Christ. Even the apostles did that. Boy, that church was on fire. And God, we need that fire. We need a revival. We need that fire, God, in the hearts of men and women. And why is the church? I'm I'm talking true church. I'm not talking false prophets. I really am just talking um, um, true peoples. I'm not talking false 
Christians, false preachers and ministers. No, I'm talking only edifying and um, um, empowering the true ones. If you know that, even in pain, even in defeat, even in whatever, mockery, shame, even in the face of the worst adversary, you bow to one true God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, through one Christ Jesus. That is who I'm talking about. And you may be a new Christian, even you. You may have just received the Lord, even you, even you, especially you. Before God, you are righteous, blessed, <laughs> blessed be the Lord, and you are precious. And it's grace that you said, yes, Lord, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. Many people cannot understand it. The times we're living in, um, in the book of Daniel chapter 12, he was given these times, but he was told, seal them. And um, the prophet John or Apostle John in the book of Revelation was told, unseal this. The seal was removed, was broken. So we have that revelation and we're living in the book of Revelation. Bless the Lord. Even spiritually and physically, saints, we leave the book of the Revelation. We are in the end. There's not going to be another after us. We are very blessed. We are the very cherry on top. The thing is, if you're not at the position where you're supposed to be, you can't be that cherry. You are invisible because God doesn't glow it with his glory. You got to shine with the glory in the midst of your cries and pain. You got to shine with that glory. David talks about that a lot. Even Psalm 119, he talks about his pains, but he talks about how I am even knowledgeable than my teachers, even my mentors, even my leaders. Why? The Spirit of God and what he wrote, you can see. You can see. It's what? Fear of God. That man had many weaknesses and mistakes. He's just a classic example. When he knew or was told about the wrong, he humbled himself. I've never seen somebody who's a king who does that. You know, power corrupts. But he would bow down. Psalm 51, I cry sometimes when I read it. And I'm like, this man, he had wealth, he had riches. He had the, 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 the kingship and leadership, so prestige and presence with the most high God. Saints, we got to be jealous of the presence of God. We got to desire it. God says, you will seek me, it is written. You will find me when you seek me with all your heart. You will seek me. You will find me when you seek me with all your heart. It's got to be all or nothing. You can't be casual before God. Father of glory, won't you revive this fear of God? Won't you revive in us, us all, this desire for God, to please God, to serve God with all we are? I beseech you, my Father, my God. I beseech you, I beseech you, I beseech you. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So David as well, when one time when the, the Philistines had uh, taken the ark of God, it's in fact during the times when it was taken during the times of um, priest Eli. And uh, when the ark was returned back to Israel and Judah, um, 
David went to fetch it, and he sacrificed unto the Most High God praise, great praise and worship. And um, there were priests, and, you know, priests, salvation, we are trained, we know, and we, the leading of the Spirit actually shows us and tells us, don't do this, don't do that. You know what you're not supposed to do. You know what you are supposed to do. And uh, this is, uh, bless the Lord, chapter um, chapter 6 of uh, the book of Samuel. 2 Samuel chapter 6. This is demonstrated. The very uh, meaning that I'm talking about. Don't take, I'm, I'm, I'm at a place where the, the, the Colossians talks about the um, um, unity of faith. Uh, we got to be at the unity of faith. In other words, the, the place you carry and the place I carry and the others, all the others, we must be at the places where we at and seeking God and serving him with our all where he has um, ordained us to be at and not where he has not ordained. Can you imagine we're both taking my position? Then who's taking your position? Can you see that there's a lack there? And though there is no unity, it's like it's got to be a chain. You remember we're talking about the baton here. It's got to be a chain that cannot be broken. If you have relay people and uh, they they running fast, well, um, it's just like using bolt, 100 meters, 100 meters, 100 meters, and the other one is not there. Can you see already it's broken and you can't reach, you can't qualify no matter what. And the rules can't be broken. It's the same with God. The rules can be broken. But with the Lord, he will raise somebody else because he did raise somebody else, even in the position of priest Eli, even in the position of um, king um, 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 Saul. And the others, he will raise somebody else, even his beloved disciple, Judas Iscariot. Somebody took his position. God will raise somebody else. They are blessed because they were not chosen. For many are called, but few are chosen. They were not chosen. So when you're wrong, your position before God, he will get somebody and you are broken out completely. And this is what I'm crying about. It's not, <laughs> bless the Lord, bless the Lord. So doing something that is not supposed to, God did not command. I cried when I realized and read through and understood that this was, Aaron's sons, it was out of pure ignorance. Not even Moses said do it. Not even their father said do it because God did not say it. Moses did not tell them or train them to do it, although they did it. And so it was out of pure ignorance. First priesthood of the Most High God. And we're not talking about the revelation. And we have more. What more about us if we do wrong? What more about us? That's why even Sapphira and um, his wife just fell down like that. Bless the Lord. But here is another example, classic example of doing, taking a position that's not yours. Don't envy what's not yours. It will destroy you. Bless the Lord. Especially if it's God's. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. And so 2 Samuel chapter 6 we're reading about that kind of um, 
um, um, mandate where you mandate yourself and God did not mandate you. And it reads as follows. We're going to look at um, um, one of the priests as well when they were restoring the, the ark back to Israel. He touched the ark and you cannot touch. Hmm, bless the Lord. This is just bringing me touch not my anointed. I'm not my prophets. Don't mock the saints. God will destroy you. And so we're going to start from verse 1. To Samuel chapter 6, it reads as follows. Again, David gathered all the choice men of Israel, 30,000. And David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baal, Judah, to bring up there from there the ark of God, whose name is called by the name, <laughs> the Lord of hosts, who dwells between the cherubim. So they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, and Uzar and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, accompanying the ark of God and Ahio, went before the ark. Then David and all the house of Israel played music before the Lord and all kinds of instruments, of fir wood, on harps, on stringed instruments, on tambourines, on sistrums, and on cymbals. And when they came to Nakon, or Nachshon, a threshing floor, Uzar put out his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it for the oxen stumbled. Then the anger of the Lord was aroused against Uzzah and God struck him there for his error and he died. He died there by the ark of the Lord. Bless the Lord. The scripture is self-explanative and it's all of this accounts of the glory of God. I'm saying this because the glory is here and you better be ready and take your rightful position. We'll expound when we come back next week. This is Radio Pulpit, your companion in a search for meaning at 6, 5, 7 a.m. With me, Esther, the Lord bless you, the Lord increase you, the Lord protect you, the Lord fight for you, bless you. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 a.m. 657 a.m. Radio for Believers in Action.